0: Welcome to another episode of from no crypto to no crypto this is the crypto coach blockchain Wayne, with another cryptocurrency podcast today's episode brought to us by unchained university cryptocurrency education that breaks the chains that bind us and also pays you so you earn while you learn uh, also brought to us by the CryptoCurrent conference 2020 be held in new orleans in august of this year more details to come on that so what I want to talk about right now is yesterday there was a tweet that went out and it was from Peter Schiff. Now if you know who Peter Schiff is, he is a very big proponent of gold. Uh, also, he is very negative when it comes to Bitcoin, uh, always talking bad about it. And apparently in the in the in the past, someone has sent him Bitcoin. Uh, many believe it's Eric Voorhees, but he was sent Bitcoin and yesterday he made a post. That says, I just lost all the Bitcoin I've ever owned. My wallet got corrupted somehow and my password is no longer valid. So now not only is my Bitcoin intrinsically worthless, it has no market value either. I knew owning Bitcoin was a bad idea. I just never realized it was this bad. And he scared a screenshot that showed an error message that says, error decrypting wallet. Please check that your password is correct. All right, so... Just trying to throw some FUD at it, throwing you know, making, you know, many people that may follow him. There's a lot of people that are in the precious metals that are also in the Bitcoin. And I think uh, Shift sees it as competition, but let's face it, I can't send gold. If I want to pay someone for some digital work that's doing work for me in the Philippines, I can't send them gold. I mean, yeah, technically I can send them gold, but that's not feasible. But I can pay them in Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies instantly. So... But SHIFT is always making it out to be like some kind of competition. Is it Bitcoin or is it gold? Now, we go. gold has serious limitations. You have to be present. You have to physically be there. So those are some of the problems with that. And let's face it. If you're using a a Bitcoin wallet and you forget your password, that's not that big of a deal. Your crypto is not lost unless you didn't take further measures. So let's look at a couple options. One, you want to make sure... You are using cryptocurrency wallets where you control the private keys. You have access to the private keys. You can restore it with a seed phrase. And many of those are accounts like Exodus Wallet, Edge Wallet, Trust Wallet, uh, just to name a few. Uh, But then there's also other wallets that you, are accounts should I say, because they're basically accounts. It's not really a real wallet where you hold money on an exchange, which is not recommended because if you don't own the private keys, you don't technically own, uh, own the crypto. So those could be like your Coinbase account, your Gemini account, you know, accounts like that where uh, we've taken, and, and the problem with that is we've taken a decentralized currency and then you're storing it on a centralized exchange because we're used to the way things are, right? We're used to old technology where you're used to like a bank account login. Or like an E-Trade login where they have custody of everything and you just show ownership in the computer um, and so in those cases uh, yeah if you forget your password you can contact customer support and they can restore it for you uh, but also you hear about all of the hacks that have happened in crypto have been on exchanges and when you think about that exchanges take a decentralized currency put it in one centralized location and of course, what are hackers going to target? Hackers are targeting uh, those things. Hack- t- hackers target bank accounts, they, they target all kinds of different accounts to access, but it's almost like a honeypot when they can go after one exchange that's holding everybody's funds in one place. So uh, you don't really own that crypto. So back to the Peter Schiff deal, so if if it's a centralized wallet, Uh, He can contact customer support and get, you know, get access to his account easily. Forgot his password. It's no different than you forget your email password. You can contact customer support. They'll go through some form of verification and they'll give it back to you. Now every other wallet that you download where you control the private keys, you get a seed phrase. They typically flag and they always show you that you need to save your seed phrase. With the instructions on how to do it, write it down, don't save it digitally. Some people don't even listen. They'll copy and paste and save it to their phone. Now, let's face it, if you're saving a few bucks in that wallet, it may not be that big of a deal. But it tells you to save your seed phrase. That if you don't, your funds will be lost. So, one of two things happened here. We all know Peter Schiff is a very smart guy. Maybe not when it comes to crypto, but in general. So, he is just using it as an example to troll... Bitcoin to talk negatively. Just another example of how he wants to talk negatively about Bitcoin to try to show that it's not feasible. Let's face it, these tactics he's using were done back when email was up and coming, when internet was up and coming, uh, or you know, when online shopping was up and coming. There was always people that felt they were threatened by the new technology, so they had nothing better to do but to talk bad about it. Uh, Bitcoin and crypto has stood the test of time When you look at it, the Bitcoin network has never been down. Bitcoin has never itself been hacked, never been compromised. What has been compromised, like I mentioned, are those crypto exchanges that store everything in one central location or individuals that have poor password security. No different than your bank account getting hacked because you use the same password for your bank account that you use for your loyalty rewards at the local adult store and... You know, so someone hacks that database and then they find other accounts that you have using that same email and password and they're able to breach them. So that is what happens. That's where your point of failures are. Hackers are going to go out to the path of least resistance. And that's what it is. So what can you do to protect yourself so you don't become a shift head, right? Peter Schiff uh, is obviously just trolling. I shared a photo yesterday and I'm actually going to include it with this podcast description. Uh, it's a picture from uh, from The Simpsons. It says old man yells at Bitcoin, and I impose his face on top of it uh, because he just basically doesn't understand it. Uh, Bitcoin allows you to have custody of your assets, and with custody comes responsibility. And with that responsibility, when you think about it, you can, can transact peer to peer without needing to get permission from a bank, permission from a government. And those of us in the U.S. and maybe a few other countries may be thinking, hey, what does that really matter? It works. The current system works. Yes, it works until it doesn't, right? You don't actually hold money in a bank. Nobody holds money in a bank. You loan the the bank money in a mostly unsecured loan. I know we say, oh, yeah, they have FDIC in in the U.S., but that's not going to really mean much if something happens on a mass scale, right? They can't cover everything. Individual cases... Uh, While things are working properly, they can handle, but there's just not enough to cover everything. So back to that, you give them an unsecured loan for little to no interest, and they basically take it as if it's their own, and they then loan it out and charge higher interest, make money off of it, and you can have access to some of that money that you loan them uh, through an ATM or a bank teller, uh, but that's also in limits, right? I guarantee anybody here, if you go to the bank and ask to take out more than $10,000, they will question you and grill you and want to know what are you using the funds for? Why do you need the money? And in some cases, I have no instances where people have gotten some, some uh, flag and have to wait weeks or have to wait uh, to speak to such and such branch manager when it's your money. You own it, right? So what is the deal? The problem is they don't want to give that much out. you hear about bank runs if everybody went to the bank the bank wouldn't have enough money to cover their liabilities uh let's just face it if we did that if we did a business practice like that it wouldn't be long before it'd be out of business or in jail so um and but the atm and the bank tellers allow you to access that money unless you live in countries like zimbabwe venezuela argentina cyprus greece you know those countries have experienced bank runs. most recently hong kong Hong Kong, where they put limits on the amount you can withdraw every day of your own money, of money that you're supposed to own. But that is the problem is money has become a form of control, right? And when they, you know, the governments put control and regulations onto money as a form of control to control people, to say it's to prevent crime, um, when the institutions that we give those controls to actually become the criminals. Right? And that is where the problem occurs. And But Bitcoin solves that problem because it gives you the freedom to transact. It's open, it's borderless, it's decentralized. Um, We can transact without anybody else's permission. And that is a key benefit of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency in general. Now, of course, people like Schiff and the Schiff heads and the banks that talk bad about Bitcoin, they are only doing that because they feel threatened and their control is what they feel is threatened. All right. Remember, money is absolute. If you remember, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. And that's what has happened with our monetary system. Uh, that's why cryptocurrency is so important to learn. Is Bitcoin going to kill the dollar? No, absolutely not. The only thing that will kill the dollar and kill fiat currency is the practices that the governments have put in place um, to control and regulate that currency that is not for the good of the people. It's for the good of a select few and actually they feel threatened by cryptocurrency. So my personal opinion, I feel crypto is going to exist, coexist side by side with fiat currency for a while. Why? Because what happens in the U.S. right now is we actually have, you know, the system is currently working. It hasn't grinded to a halt. Now, there's some concerning things happening with the Federal Reserve that if you look back from September uh, all the way through the end of December with a, a, a market called the repo markets, Uh, If you understand what happened there where the Fed basically, quote-unquote, had to do a bailout, quantitative easing, whatever you call it, to give banks liquidity, um, those show stress fractures. Does that mean it's going to collapse tomorrow? No, this system could last another 10, 15, 20 years, but just know every fiat currency has eventually gone back to its intrinsic value of zero. We've seen it happen. Look, in Zimbabwe, you can have a trillion-dollar bill. You can have a wheelbarrow full of trillion dollar bills and go into a store and barely be able to buy a loaf of bread because of hyperinflation. Venezuela, just last week, Venezuela alone uh, announced that over 20 locations of Burger King were starting to take cryptocurrency. Why? Because they have more trust in that than what they do in Bitcoin. Now, in the U.S., we may look at it and say, oh, our currency is much more stable than what Bitcoin is. So I'm going to put my trust in the dollar. That's all fine. But those five to ten percent swings that can happen in a day on Bitcoin, that doesn't bother people in Venezuela or Argentina where their currency is, has those wild swings. And what is it, you know, we can go into all the different policies that cause that. But what is the ultimate cause of that collapse? Lack of trust, right? How much longer do we trust institutions and they continue to violate that trust. So like I said, this could go another 5, 10, 15, 20 years. Where the dollar and other fiat currencies are fine, but do you really want to count on that? Do you want to hedge against that? And also, when I want to transact, I want to be able to do it, you know, without all these constraints. Without, the middlemen are in place not to protect you, but to profit, right? It's not for protection, it's for profit. So just remember that. So when you hear people like Peter Schiff that's making these posts like, Oh no, poor me, I lost my Bitcoin. It's just a marketing ploy. It's just shift trying to bash Bitcoin at the same time, show what happens to gold. You know, he even made another post afterwards that said, uh, you know, Bitcoin forgot my password, gold never forgets my password. And that's all great and all, but I'm not gonna, I can't transact with gold digitally. And a lot of our transactions are digital, right? We buy stuff online, wanna pay people. Even, you know, this weekend, I was traveling to an event uh, wanted to pay somebody something for something and nobody has cash. Well, we don't have cash and nobody, they also didn't have a credit card swipe because this is peer to peer, friend to friend, right? But I can send crypto. I can send money digitally. Uh, I can even send a dollar digitally, but I, I, you know, crypto is a more secure method that I know is happening and no third party entity is controlling that. So uh, that that's the big benefit of what Bitcoin can do. So. Some key things back to the shift deal. What can you do so you don't become a shift head, right? Download wallets where you control the private keys. You control the seed phrases. Seed phrase is basically a 12 to 24 word phrase that is used to restore your account if you forget your password. So what are some private key wallets that you can, you can install? Exodus, right? I mentioned Exodus. Um, Trust Wallet, Edge Wallet, Uh, but the biggest one I recommend is the Exodus Wallet. That is one that, you know, I like, I've used, the user interface is great. And they're pretty transparent about your access to your seed phrase and also your private keys if you want to access that. So uh, that allows you to do that. So Exodus Wallet is one that is great. But when you install those wallets, right, you install it and it will have you set a password. The second thing it will do is gonna tell you to back up your seed phrase Um, and that is that's your customer service 12 to 24 words don't store them in your phone that's not recommended the best thing to do is to write it down do you have a notebook that you keep in a safe if you don't have a safe at home or even a little one uh, for secure documents you need to have one of those anyway safe lockbox something like that Uh, but if you want to store them digitally there's a product called safe ledger that allows you to store Uh, those seed phrases, backup phrases, even your private keys if you want. And it is a program that lives independently. A computer, you can either buy the flash drive with it on it or you can download it to your own flash drive, which is what I've done. I've got two copies and it stores it, you know, uses encryption to store it digitally. What does encryption do? It just, in a nutshell, it jumbles it up to where you need the key to unlock it. Right, it jumbles it up to where it looks like a bunch of random letters and numbers and all this crazy stuff. If you were to see it encrypted, and the only thing that has the key is the program, um, but you know the the you know that is that is basically how that encryption process works. So uh, that's really what it is. So you know Schiff is just making a big deal out of nothing. Uh, he either ignored what was told to him to uh, what was told to him to. Uh, you know to store when it popped up on his app to store those uh keys or he you know he just needs to contact customer service depending on which wallet you know his screenshot was just enough to where you can't tell which wallet he was using uh, but that's that's in essence what happened so remember that don't be a shift head and hopefully this this episode was helpful to you and we will catch you on the next episode